Welcome to the podcast, the destination for insightful discussions and interviews on the appreciation, conservation, and husbandry of reptiles with a focus on turtles and tortoises. Now, let's join our team of turtle nerds. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, another exciting episode of your favorite reptile-related show. Uh, I'm Anthony. We're here with Kevin and Chris. You know those guys. And hey. Steve is, is behind the scenes. This is episode 75. And I have to say something before we get going here. Uh, the first episode that we ever recorded was was John and I uh, in my basement. It wasn't until episode two that we were recording in, in a Toyota Tercel um, off the highway. Off, uh, on a at, a at a commuter lot off the highway, but, just need uh, some uh, meet some people. Yeah, you know, just hanging out, you know, just interviewing people in the parking lot, see if they were interested in reptiles. Not really. Yeah. Listen back to episode two. That was in a Toyota Tercel. Um, this is uh, February twenty third, two thousand thirteen. Was the first episode. So this is eight years. This episode is eight years that we've been doing the podcast. I'm really wow. proud of that. Really proud of that. Eight years goes by in a flash. I was a little bit skinnier then, had a little bit more hair, a little bit less gray in the beard. So thank you so much for, for anyone that's been listening since the beginning. I don't know. If, if you've been listening since that long, then that's incredible. But if you've been kind of listening for a long time, thank you. And we'd love to hear from you about it, um, how the show has changed, that sort of thing, and, and why you're still listening. Um, uh, I don't know if we deserve it, but we should certainly appreciate it. So thank you so much. Um, so yeah, so we're really excited. And we're excited to to have... Um, Tyler Brooks on the show tonight. Um, Tyler is a uh, w- wonderful show. Am, am I freezing? Is that what's happening? Does some, does yeah. Tyler's wonderful show. Did I just say that? Uh, <laughs> Tyler is a wonderful champion for um, turtles and tortoises, uh, especially Conixies, um, the hingeback tortoises. And um, he partners with our friend Jeremy Thompson on a lot of things who we've had on the show in the past. Um, and he um, over, oversees what uh, the Conixis Working Group. I wanted to make sure I didn't say the Conixis Cooperative because I get confused. So can, can we start off just can we start off by talking about that, the difference between the Conixis Cooperative and the, and the Conixis Working Group, that, um, Tyler? Sure, absolutely. So, thank you guys for having me. It's it's super exciting to be here, and uh, I like you guys like the gear for sure. You guys are looking good. Um, so the connect the cooperative is is Jeremy's deal. You know that was his baby that he is he's homegrown that thing from day one, and that is completely and totally Jeremy's. Um, you know that's his boat, um, and, and I absolutely do whatever I can in the working group you know, to to help him. And he does the same thing with the working group. He's part of the working group. Mm-hmm. So the Conixis working group is going to be, you know, I mean, you know, like guys like Chris, uh, you know, anybody that has an interest in Conixis, keeping them, um, bringing awareness to them, anybody that can, anybody that can, uh, that can help shed light to Conixis, um, can be part of the working group. Um, that that's what we developed it. You know, it's it, there's several of us: Tom Arbor, Jeremy Thompson, um, you guys. You know, um, uh, David Mifsud, um, and absolutely, and then um, Arizona Tortoise Compound um, in the house. So. <laughs> Those guys, we all got together and started it. Andrew, um, and I totally, um, 
we got together and started it and just wanted to bring all the awareness we could, get get groups of people in. Um, and really, if you're interested in Conixus, you need to you need to start somewhere, and we're a good place to start at the working group. Um, that's a jumbled up way of saying things, I guess. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Makes sense. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was I was just going to say that you know it, it it makes perfect sense. And one of the things that attracted me to the whole you know Conixus thing early on, and I had talked to Jeremy about this, was this is from day one such a um, trying to find find the best words to describe this. But number one is they're such an underrated group of tortoises, you know, and they're kind of they've kind of always flown solo in a sea of all these other heavy hitters, the leopards, the sulcatas, the star tortoises, the radiateds, whatever. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that, you know, early on, and even still to some extent with some of these importers, they're, they're almost considered throwaway. You know, they, they, they've been tossed around for next to nothing for years, very little information on them. And here comes, you know, Jeremy and guys like you come out of the woodwork with, here's this group of tortoises not only are they fantastic they've been abused you know and, and ultimately forgotten for however long and you guys brought this light to them which I, I personally think is incredible because it's hard to get a species like that or a group of you know tortoises like that so, attention in like i said like in, in a world of such other heavy hitters that people are so focused on but i'm even hearing now people just contacting me and I, you know, I, I'm no Conixus expert. I work with them, but I'm no expert on them. And people are coming to me asking me more questions about them than I've ever gotten before. And I think you guys, you know, Jeremy and you and David and Tom are the ones that are responsible for it. So that's just my little pat on the back for you guys for that. Absolutely. Thanks for bringing, Thank thanks for bringing an underdog out of the uh, ground, you know? And, and absolutely. Thank you. And that well said, and it's, that's something that, that attracted me to the, to Conixus um, when I, when I kind of got back into reptiles, like eight, nine years ago, we got back into tortoises. Um, you know, I started off, I got my red foots and, and I was real happy about it, but it, it something drew me to it. Something that it, it's hard. It's a challenge. And, and that's something about the whole industry or, or the whole hobby, you know, it, it, keeping creatures alive and happy it is, is a challenge and can be a very rewarding challenge. I, you know, talk about that later on, but it, you know, I got I got in for a Rosa um, and just thought they were the neatest. They are just so crazy, so neat. Um, and, and they weren't that, you know, and typically they weren't doing great. Um, and so, you know, what I was doing wasn't working. And I started I started doing research and I, I found Jeremy. I found Tom um, and started reaching out. And that's that's really that's how I got to know Jeremy um, and his passion for the, you know, for the Conexus genus. Um, and, and uh, you know, he's my bad influence. So that's why I have have, uh, have so many of them now. <laughs> there you go. That's really cool. Um, so you said you spent some time away from turtles and tortoises. Can you talk about kind of what you were into as a, as a younger man, as, as a kid, and then kind of why you were away from, from them for a while and, and kind of how that went? Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. So when I was, so when I was a kid, you know, I started out in the woods behind the house, um, like a lot of us, uh, did. And, you know, we called it snake hunting and we carried a machete, but like, we never killed anything. You know, we were just trying to like, 
you know, in case that crazy copperhead tried to chase us down, you know, that you always hear about that never happens. Um, but, you know, spending so many time, so much time, you know, flipping logs and really and finding salamanders, you know, um, growing up uh, in outside or in Birmingham, Alabama, you know, I like I just we had I had my first. The first thing I got to keep was a it was a terrarium. And um, and it had a bunch of different stuff in it. You know, it had salamanders. It had a, a corn snake, an eastern chain king, a baby box turtle, and like, like a bunch of salamanders in it. You know, and so, uh, you know, that that was I was probably thirteen or fourteen, something like that. And it just grew from there. Um, I, you know, all kinds of turtles. Um, once I kind of, my first exotic was a red tail boa constrictor and, uh, named Cliff and, uh, Cliff was pretty cool. And I got, I got into, um, as I got out onto my own and, and, uh, and got my own space, the tortoises, you know, the, the space for all that stuff came. So, you know, being in the South, red foots, um, I had leopards. Um, and really enjoyed, really enjoyed that. Kind of got, life kind of got in the way a little bit, you know, just career, family, um, that kind of thing. And, uh, and I made, made a decision probably about eight years ago, made some changes in my life. And, um, you know, I just remember being real happy when I was a kid with my reptiles and uh, I needed something to do with my time. And, uh, and so I got, I contacted somebody and I got a, you know, I got a group of, of baby redfoots and started raising them. Um, and I, and I, I raised them all the way up, you know, to adults and um, got some babies out of them. And, and that was a neat, neat experience to, to come back into it. Um, you know, it, it was it was a neat way to come back into it. And, it, and it's grown from those red foots um, to, to what I'm doing now. So. Awesome. Why, why tortoises? So you had also mentioned before we came on air that one of the one of the things that really uh, caught your eye as a youngster were some map turtles. You say did you say some sawbacks some black right. knob sawbacks? Right. And that was something that really caught your eye, which which makes sense. I, mean, I can remember just like looking going on kingsnake.com uh fauna classifieds or just surfing the web or looking in books and just flipping through pictures and then i would see something that maybe i knew wasn't even that rare in the trade but just something that i had never seen in person yet like a like a central american wood turtle or some of the map turtles or or uh chinese golden thread things like that they can they're like so striking um but they're so much different than tortoises so you had that interest in the turtles early on too. So, so um, how and why do you gravitate towards the tortoises over time? Just, just wondering for your thoughts on that. Um, honestly, laziness. When I first got back into it, I didn't want to deal with the water. Of <laughs> <turtles>. <laughs> um, and I didn't, you know, I, I chose tortoises because like you can interact with them. Um, and, and I mean, keeping snakes, snakes are really interesting, but like it, you're staring at a set of drawers, you know, like it, you know, for the most part. Um, so the tortoises, you know, just drew me because they're, they're, they can be interactive, um, in certain species. I don't keep any of my connexus out, outdoors, but like my mountain tortoises 
That is, I mean, like, I can, if it's raining, I can just stare out a window and watch them endlessly eat or just go do whatever they're doing out there. Um, that, that is really neat to me. That just the interaction, um, I guess, drew me to it. Awesome. Somebody had made a comment on uh, the chat here saying that they would love a book on Conixus. Is it something in the works? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, so definitely not for me. Um, but I think David, <laughs> I, I can't write my name half the time. Um, David and Jeremy definitely have plans to do a book. Um, you know, definitely check out the um, you know the conservation blueprint. You know that David did. I mean, I think that thing's like ten years old at this point, but it is still very relevant. So, and I and I think it's on the Conexus Working Group. Um, you can find it through the Conexus Working Group, but that's a great, um, a great start if people are looking. But yes, I agree with them, and I, those boys should hurry up. <laughs> yeah, I, re I remember at um, uh, at TSA, uh, the TSA conference back in 2016. That's when I met David, and he was doing his talk on the uh, Conexus of Madagascar. And, awesome. uh, you know, and I, re I remember watching that talk and, uh, you know, afterwards he and I shook hands and then later that night, you know, we're drinking at the bar, the whole thing. And, you know, I remember, I don't know if I actually told him or not, but I thought like, that's the kind of stuff that would just make a book about this genus. So incredible because you don't, you know, field research, especially on exotic tortoises like that is limited, really, no matter what kind of species we're talking about, unless we're talking about Galapagos tortoises at this right. point. But uh, it, it was so specific. You know what I mean? How many people do you know have gone to Madagascar to pay attention to the Conixus? You're right. Everybody else is number one, paying attention to the plowshares, then the spider tortoises, then the radiateds. And it's, it's, I don't even think I knew that they were there until I saw David's talk, you know? So awesome. uh, hurry up with the book. <laughs> is it uh is it just uh zombensis on madagascar or is there other associations no, as well um, yeah 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 yep. oh zombensis isn't there no zombensis well, is in uh, mainland africa and that but they say the zombs are what or are the domergua or the predecessor to the dome oh really okay i believe island tortoises how did they get there yeah, yeah exactly currents man currents yeah watching videos on currents lately <laughs> okay, can i just as an aside can i just go down a rabbit hole real quick kevin mm -hmm. every time you've been on how long have you been doing the show with us uh three and a half four years this is the first time that you've been the loudest your microphone did you change oh, yeah. something uh it's i i am i got a you know i boosted up airpod pro you started talking and i almost like jumped out of my shorts I, like Sorry. what just happened it was, oh, it was great it was great. Yeah. You were like right in my ear. I think you caught Steve by, uh, by surprise too. He, I think he turned you down a little bit. Gotcha. Sorry. Like, Hold on. Let's work on this. Kevin, Kevin came in hot. Kevin hey. definitely came in hot tonight. Okay. I just Pumped, had to say, you know? that. I just had to say Tyler's yeah, such yeah, a nice probably. guy. I'm excited to be here. And Chris, <laughs> if I could just go further down a different ra uh, rabbit hole, I, I think I would say the radiateds get more respect than the spiders, but whatever you, you listed the well, I'm, I'm not talking first. about a respect level. I, I basically was going from rarest to most common. You know, that's that's why I went plowshare spiders, then radiate. I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't buy it. 
I'm That's because it. he keeps spider tortoises and I keep radiators. Yeah. I will t- I, yeah. Can I say Hi one thing really quick? Yes. So this is yeah, not internal related, you know? Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, but when it comes to Madagascar, I don't. the tortoises don't do much for me. It's the baobab trees. Those things are amazing. I don't know if I'm even saying it right. They're just the sickest looking thing ever. What is that? Like the spiny forest? Like the tall? No, it's the, the, the like gigantic. Like, they are awesome. Huge trunks. I'm not gonna okay. lie, I wouldn't mind a replica in my backyard for no reason yeah. at all. To store the to to store water, those those guys. I know and what you're talking about now. And knowledge. So, did you guys uh either of you guys ever read how they reintroduce Aldabras back to Madagascar so they could have like sea dispersal for the baobab trees? I knew they were doing I didn't that know it was on Ryu. I didn't know yeah. they were doing that on huh. Yeah, I'll send you guys the articles on it. Okay, cool. cool. Kevin's been reading. I read sometimes, you know. Can, uh, can Mickey go there? Because uh, he's uh, a little too big. <laughs> You're going to have to to make room for the new cow that Casey wants. What is this cow thing, man? Everybody's been texting me for like the last week. Because she mentioned, it on, she mentioned it on Totally Devoted. That's why. Yeah. Just you got to get her a gift. texted me and he's like, uh, I heard yeah. you need one of these. I'm like, what is this? You gotta watch out, guys. Don't let your wives go on totally devoted because they're just gonna say all sorts of stuff that'll embarrass you. So just saying. You'll end up with a cow. Yeah. Right? That's what'll happen. <laughs> don't have a cow, man. Hey man, if it can pay the mortgage, bring it on. Bring it. I don't I don't think it can. <laughs> no. You can uh, eat yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then then she'll stab me. So <laughs> that's why i know it can't yeah. yeah okay so all right i digress i digress yeah. we got, we got <laughs> way off yeah it's too much bro um, banter yeah so <laughs> that's true i like that was that. Good. that that was, was good. good it was real good wow but... nobody understands how good that was that was an yeah. inside joke it was all back you know that was yeah that was it real. was yep Bring okay so circle. tyler yeah tyler's <laughs> here everyone. for me uh boy for me yeah so so tyler can we also just talk about in your experience so so all right so we did the turtles versus tortoises and what kind of brought you that way so um what is it about canixes versus um i know you also have kept some other tortoises as well you mentioned redfoot i think you mentioned radiated at one point i'm not sure if you still have them you have the the um, mountain tortoises. So, uh, why is why are the Knicks is something that you that you put more stock into, more effort into that you probably have more of? I think, right? So, what is that? Is it just because we want to breed something that really just doesn't get bred enough in captivity and continues to be imported and not bred? Yeah, just the challenge. Honestly, the challenge and the the fact that they need so much help. I, I mean. It hadn't been made public yet. The papers hadn't come out. But, I mean, everything that I've heard over the past month or two coming out of in situ stuff, I mean, any anybody that's been over there, nobody's finding Homiana. Nobody's really finding Erosa. Um, they need the help. They're hard to deal with, you know, so, and I can relate to that. Um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a challenge. They need the help. It makes me, it's something that I love to do, right? I mean, I've talked about, you know, being a kid and keeping keeping this stuff. So I guess this is more of an adult, me trying to be more of an adult and like and have my my fun time, my hobby mean a little something, mean more than just pets, you know, I guess. Or just that, you know, I don't know, you know, I like 
Heck yeah, I've still got my my radiators and my mountain tortoises, and I hope to produce both of those species. And I've got all kinds of other other stuff that I hope to 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 produce. Um, but the connects is really needed. I, I believe that. I mean, like Vic did such a great job. I mean, mountain establishing mountain tortoises and getting those as a mainstay in this hobby. Um, it, the same deal. The the connects need the same work. I mean, it's the same thing. They were trying to do, you know, trying to do with what, with Christina, Chris, and, and you know, it's just yeah. stuff that doesn't, yeah. you know, that needs the help that's not going to be out there in Africa, you know, for very much longer. They are, they're, they're cool animals. They're beautiful. And, you know, some of them are, some of them are, are brown little turtles, you know, and, and that doesn't float everybody's boat, but man, those can be some of the coolest, most expressive, interactive animals that you've got. Um, but you've, they needed the help and the challenge is honestly, you know, is where I was at and, and, and to, to bring meaning to something that I'm doing, I guess, is why I, I went down that road. Um, maybe that's selfish. I don't know, but it, I'm trying to help those guys, I help trying to help the turtles. <laughs> I think that's great. You know, you know, it goes back to the whole underdog thing, but they're, some of them really are, you know, unbelievably patterned. I mean, you know, just look at the logo on, on these shirts, you know, there's really nothing made up about that. And they're, you know, some of them are little brown turtles, but there's plenty of other little brown turtles that get plenty of attention, maybe because there's something more conspicuous about them. You know, um, you know, uh, um, Geomida, you know, Spengler eye, there's obvious reasons why they're an attractive turtle, you know. Um, but you know, in the end, they're a brown turtle, you know, and I think that the, the hobby itself, or, or I don't want to say the hobby, but like the, the import export end of the hobby and the, and the pet trade is what's really kind of pinned Conixus a bad, uh, fate so far. You know, I, I mean, I don't want to say fate because people like you guys and, and all of us are trying to come together to bring more light on them, but you know, their challenge. So it's not an inexpensive turtle or tortoise that's coming in, in droves, and it's easy to establish and rewarding right off the bat. It takes the work, it takes the challenge. And it's, it's sad that it's been this long before a group of guys came together and, and said, Hey, wh what about these? You know, I yeah. agree a hundred percent. And you're right. And, it, you know, and, and like, and honestly, it, you know, it, you can compare each species of Conixus to something that is, that's been established in the, in the hobby, you know, like Erosa to, fair eye you know or something like that to where you can like man if you want to keep those mountain tortoises and you don't have that much space you want a really cool cryptic turtle mm -hmm. you know find a captain born to rosa you know so i mean just trying you can go down the line and like i mean the guy you know that's that's an actual tortoise the one that's on all three of those shirts is an actual tortoise you mm -hmm. know so yeah. it, they they actually you know it's too bad that we can't get a whole bunch of them here but um it, they are a great genus man and, and they have it is their fate i mean you're you were right about that but it is trying to change some of that you know it, that's exactly mm -hmm. what we're trying to do and i think in 10 years they will be closer to something like a you know the christina or the spider tortoise or something to be honest with you i think they'll be gone i don't think that they will be right. i think they'll be that rare i don't think they're going to be coming in um, well, especially, you know, some of them are, are, are uh, obviously captive born with just about anything is a whole different ballpark. But, you know, a lot of these wild caught animals that are that are coming in, you know, 
again, it's another thing against Kinixies is that they're they're sensitive. You know, yeah. these animals. This isn't uh, you know, this isn't an eastern hermit's tortoise that comes in with a bunch of parasites, you worm it, and the next day it's like looking at you for food, you know, and, right. and running to you for it. These guys are sometimes you look at them the wrong way, and it's like, oh, what did I do? You know? Yeah. Um, oh, a hundred percent. I mean, what's even. It, they're not doing themselves any favors. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what's worse sometimes is that they, they actually do well. And then one day you just come in and they're gone. Like, it's a false you know, sense of security. Yeah. I mean, man, I, I can't tell you a hundred percent. So, you, I mean, I never really consider myself out of the woods. I mean, some of it, I mean, so keeping me on my toes. I mean, I guess I like that. You know, I mean, I, that's what I need yeah. from my projects, you know, is, is mm-hmm. I, I want to be, I, I want to, I got to have it. Otherwise, I just get bored, really. I, I don't know. You, you know, I mean, like, so, but it, it can be, it can be devastating, man. You know, I mean, like, you can ride a wave and, and you're just, you're killing it. You think everything's going one way and then, you know, you get a, you get a monkey wrench thrown your way and, and you, you, you deal with it. You analyze it. You see what you can change. I mean, man, did I do anything? What happened over the past few days? Did anything? So it, you know, it can all go towards, you know, figuring something out. But it, uh, it is tough, man. It can be, it can be very, uh, you know, you can have good days and good days and bad. I just think, you know, this this story is such an incredible thing. Um, You know what you guys are doing not only to kind of encourage people to care, number one, but also helping keep track of who has what, supporting each other, taking a selfless approach. Hey, I care about the animals. You care about the animals. Let's collaborate, right? right? So that's really important. But then also establishing these large assurance colonies because this this is a species that would just continue to be imported until there's none to import anymore. And because of the price point that they've been for a couple decades, uh, people snatch them up and they say, well, yeah, you know, they're wild caught. And yeah, I know I might lose one or two. So if, you know, if I want to have five, I'll just buy 15 and, mm-hmm. and, and I'll throw them all in together. And then when it doesn't work out, I'll try something else. And so many people do that. And it's all these tortoises are coming in and dying for nothing. It mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense. Um, whereas you guys are actually working with people, this is how, you know, what you need to do if you're trying to be successful, you know, people are starting to keep them individually. I know that that's something that you do. That's something that I advocate for a lot with a lot of different species that I keep. I think it's just so much easier. Um, a a quote that I share all the time and I have on the podcast before, uh, Bill McCord told me jokingly, but it's totally true. You if you want to kill an, an animal, breed it because it just complicates everything. You're putting it in with another animal. It's high stress. It's complications. Mm-hmm. It's it's disease transmission. It's so many different risk factors all being thrown at it at once. And, you know, we don't realize when we're keeping something. But it, it first dawned on me when I was out. This was the first time for me. I was out doing uh, wood turtle research with uh, Michael Musnick in New York State. And we were out just going around and, and looking and he would show me the data from where these animals would move. And I just thought to myself, like, how ridiculous is it that we keep these animals together in captivity? Because they can't they can't get away from each other, even if you think they have enough room. Um, so that's a real challenge to everyone that, you know, most animals shouldn't be kept together. 
and and should be kept individually. So I think just you guys are right on it in so many of the really big animal welfare and um, you know just turtle specific, tortoise specific, and and importation specific like ideals that are that are just really important and and something that we need to tackle. So you guys you guys are right on it, and I think that for me is what's so exciting about it. Thank you. Absolutely. I mean, the individually kept is 110% the only way to go it, 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 when you're trying to establish, when you're, especially when you're talking wild call. And I even, I keep all of my babies um, individually housed, you know, I mean, captive born babies every, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know, man, I, it's just so much easier to maintain, to, to, to keep track of your, your animal um, when they're that, I don't know, they just... Like I'll, I got a group of mountain tortoise babies from Vic a while back. It they'll just go all in one, you know, and they they just absolutely kill it and they do fine. I just I can't do it with my Conexus, man. I just don't do it, and and it and it's it's paid off. Um, you know, it, it's it's paid off for the most part. Um, and you know, I I uh, I think about the future. You know, I I bought I purchased thirty one acres. Um, last year, and, and I'm real excited about 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 that. I, I'm still here in town uh, now. My you know kids are in school, but you know I think in a couple of years we'll we'll have the ability to to start building out um, there. And I really think about how I want to keep my Conexus and the, my what my Conexus building is going to look like. Um, I want them to have more space, man. It, mm-hmm. More space. And, and I, you know, none of my founders will go outside, I don't think, but like how trying to think about what that setup looks like is fun. You know, I mean, that, that, that's fun. Um, trying to, trying to really imagine that and, and see them because, you know, in, in some different, different, you know, different enclosures that can be indoors, but also, you know, I can, you know, introduce skylights and misting systems and, and, but in a big, bigger pen, I, I don't know. That's a tangent, and that's a dream. But, but that 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 really has me excited about about Conexus for the future, and maybe getting to, and really get to observe more natural, you know, tendencies and 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 uh, just you know what the animal actually does in the wild. Man, it, it would be so neat to have that have that opportunity later on. I love that. No, you're that's talking about actually is one of the things. That- so valuable about what you guys are doing, you know, um, you, you know, you said before you like a challenge and I think that's really important in herpetoculture as uh, overall, because so many people and, and granted, everybody's got a different lifestyle, has different responsibilities and commitments day to day. So a lot of people are looking for a pet that, you know, you can just set up and walk away from, you know, uh, and something like this is not like that. And by you guys being up for the challenge, you know, you're again, able to shed all this light, but you're learning certain things about the animals. Like this is essentially not a communal genus of tortoises, whereas Minoria are, they right. communicate, seen it. You know what I mean? Like I see it here with mine. I'm sure you see it with yours. It, it, it Vic obviously has written the book on them, you know, yeah. and, but that's not the case for every species. And I, and, and again, this kind of work on such an underdog is going to, you know, bring such powerful information to light about, Hey, you can't do that with this. You can't do that with that. Just because you can keep Minoria or Herman's tortoises in a colony does not mean you can do that with Erosa or, or any of them, you know? Yes, sir. So, 
hundred percent. Now let's let's take this moment to to get over to our our feature. Um, that'll be coming Minto's up. Right mailbag. Awesome. There it is. <laughs> All right. So what do we I got? Start, I want to start this by saying you have more questions than I think any guest I've ever had on the show. Wow. Can yeah. I just say something though? Can I just yeah. say, is Jer is Jeremy involved? <laughs> yeah, but not for all the huh. questions. <laughs> all right. All right. Cause Jeremy loves to ask questions and, and I saw him go crazy on the TTPG one where, <laughs> where Tyler was uh, being interviewed. So I was, I was thinking this could be a big one. Good. So uh, good. I'll start. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's start leading with, the uh, witness. TTPG Steve, in so. mind. Okay. So the first question is from uh, Andrew from Arizona tortoise compound. Uh, will her. the Knixus Working Group be at the TTPG this year? Will the Knixus Working Group be at TTPG this year? Yeah. 100%. Awesome. 100%. I'm, uh, oh, man, this is awesome. Rapid fire. Let's keep going. I like that. Right, here we go. I like that, you know. That felt really uh, good. Yeah. Also from Andrew, which subspecies of Knixus do you like working with the most and why? Um... That's a tough one. Eros are cool, but man, I've really gotten into the Homiana. I've got a bunch of them at this point, and they're kind of like, they're the Erosa like sidekick or whatever. You know, everybody thinks Erosa is so cool. And I'm like, man, my little brown turtles over here are pretty cool. These homies are pretty cool, you know? So, whatever. Oh, the Homiana are pretty cool. Oh, and he I'm just coins that. They're cool. I think Jeremy's got a new shirt idea, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The homies. Sorry, that's from Foolish. <laughs> All right, so this is a question that I just want to know real quick. Is there population data for Connexus going back to like before people realized there was an actual problem? Like, do we know the rate at which we've lost them? Uh, not, no, not, not very well at all. Um, and this is what one a great opportunity to plug Flora Ilo. Um, a researcher that is doing great stuff for Conexus that we support. Um, she's really one of the only people, I think, uh, is it Lupinelli or Lucinelli? Luca is doing some work as well. There's a few guys out there doing some, but Flora is really, is really doing some good work. Um, as far as population studies, not that I, I mean, I'm not aware of too much um, out there, man, at all. So no, that, and that is that's a big goal of the working group is to raise money for research. You guys know that I I I, I find that stuff valuable just like you guys do. Um, that that to raise money to to put it to put money out there for those guys to help find out find us information. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And if uh, I, can I just add, Kev? I think you know we saw like with the Asian turtle crisis. 30 minutes ago, 30, 30 years ago. Sorry, Steve was giving me the finger. I didn't know what it was. He was giving me this finger. Um, he's pulling stuff up. Okay, from IUCN probably. Uh, so I get so flustered. He's it's so bad. you the finger. Yeah, Steve right. Steve gave me the finger, this one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we lose, we've lost species before we even knew they existed. And, I, and that's what worries me if, you know, what's going on with, with taxa like Conixies where we don't know what's happening and until it's too late. And there's just, there's not a lot of um, data from the beginning and there's nothing in between and there's not much now and they continue to come in 
and there's no way to know what the damage has been. So that, I mean, that's one of the reasons why this is so important. And if you're wondering like, Oh, there's lots of them, like, you know, there's not, there's not like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a false, whatever people are going to continue to a false narrative. People are going to continue to import them because they can make a couple bucks off them until they're not there anymore. And then it'll be too late and we'll say, wow, I wish we only knew then uh, what we know now and we, and we could have actually done something to help instead of just, you know, treating them as the 25th most important project in our, yeah. in our mm-hmm. care. Well, it's, you know, the other thing too is, you know, coming from a, from a hobby standpoint and he, standpoint is, and you guys have heard a lot of people say this already, uh, you know, it, it's, it's the Galbinifrons and the Spengleri where, where these species were and some of the Canixes still are very, very low priced animals when you see them on the market. Well, you know, Spengler eye and, and Flavo Marginata, all those species at one point were too. I remember going to reptile shows when I was 15 years old and 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 seeing buckets of flowerback box turtles and Chinese box turtles for anywhere between $25 and $50 was a lot if it was a pretty one, you know? And it's the same thing with the hingebacks. You know, and you you do see a lot of people say that now. Hey, they're not gonna be like this forever. You know, one day somebody's gonna, you know, post something like that and the price is gonna be drastically changed. Because it's it's a similar situation that that's happened here, you know. One hundred percent, it's the exact same thing, Chris. I mean, it, it is the exact same thing. You are watching the the coral issue. You're watching it right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and they're they're just not going to be there. Uh, I mean, literally, I think it was. Uh, I mean, they're just they're telling me some of the the papers that I've gotten to read or the the information that I've gotten lately is that there is nothing to be found in that, you know, coming out of West Africa. And that's scary for stuff that, I mean, like the one pair of of homiana that I've got, um, I got from a gentleman in in California. Um, and he, they were, they were two animals of a, of a 23 animal import. Only ones that made. Wow. The only ones left. And and that is the and they're just survivors. I mean, they, you know, they just the guy had them for eight or nine years, and and I you know I got them in, got them got them here, and and I had you know that was I had some eggs last year, some homiana eggs awesome. from that group, you know, which is it is it's awesome, and like it, it I mean it, it excites me so much. It is awesome, but man, twenty one of those things had to die. Those things are sitting sitting outside in California for nine years doing nothing. I, I yeah. real quick, and then I, I know we got to get back to the mailbag here, but the, so much of this you know stuff is coming to mind. I'm not going to use any names or anything like that right now, but I I think Anthony and Steve at least will know exactly what I'm talking about. Homiana with the with the a situation concerning Homiana were a reason why I stopped doing reptile shows, at least the some of the more popular ones in our area. And uh, it was because they had just come in and we were being offered them. A couple of our turtle room members were being offered them for even lower of a dirt cheap price than they already were. Right. If we wanted to take some, well, a couple of us went over to the dealer that had them and the boxes had landed earlier in the week. This was a Saturday and the boxes that had landed on like Wednesday, they were never even opened yet. Mm. Okay. So these animals, Mm. Who knows when they were cleared by customs and fish and wildlife and whatnot. They were still in the exact crates that they came over in. 
and the box was opened up right in front of us. And I'll never forget this. Right in the center was a big, monstrous female homiana, beautiful animal that had lived its entire life yeah. out in the wild, stone cold dead. Mm. Okay. She was dead. This individual animal was taken out of the box and tossed just about over my head into a garbage can. Makes me sick. And that was it. That I, I remember going. Sick. I remember going back to the table, and and I can't remember who exactly was there. Obviously, Steve was definitely there. I can't remember if you were there, Anthony. But I was like, "That's that's it. I'm out of here. Like like I can't anymore." You know. And Garbage. then we, we had some we had some conversations later on, and we decided as a group, "Hey, we're done with the shows for now." You know, or or what? You know, indefinitely. But that was a uh, you know. So that was fairly recently. Oh, it's been a few years now. I mean, I think I mean yeah. I stopped doing the shows before I moved down here. I've been down here four years, so okay. But yes, it's fairly recently, you know. Yeah. Okay, go back to the mailbag. Give us something positive. Well, right <laughs> before we get back, uh, the man behind the curtains gave us some information uh, that the population assessments were last done in 2013. They still weren't published. The red list uh, minus Labatiana, which was assessed in 2017. And I don't know if I said that right. I think I did, but who yeah, knows? Really good. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, blacked out for a minute. <laughs> That's how you do What happened? Thank you. So, real quick, uh, this is for Anthony. Do you maintain any Knixis? For me? Yeah, do you maintain any Knixis? <laughs> for me? No, I just have the shirt, actually. I don't. I feel bad saying that. You know, it's funny. It's funny. Um, I, I, I was just added to a, a chat, and if anyone who's watching is in the chat, but I was added to a messenger chat for Force Deny recently, and I don't have any Force Deny right now either. I did have some uh, of Ben's um, when when I lived in my last house, but then when we were moving, I, I sent them back. It's better that way. Ben is like the Force Deny whisperer, but um, I have ben never in my... Yeah, that's true. My wife didn't appreciate them fighting, but... Um, I have never in my life kept a hingeback tortoise, not even for a minute. Wow. We need to yeah. change that, man. Well, yeah. I love them. I love them. And may, maybe one day when the situation's right, but I'm, I need to really, I, I, I think a lot of people take them on at, like on a whim. Obviously you guys are the exception. Uh, but, but I think a lot of people do. And I, I just, I don't want to do that. If I'm not ready to really dedicate what it takes the space, the time, the individual housing, the diet, the and for me, the veterinary care would be relatively simple. But I, w I would want to make sure, and I know that's something you talked about in the TTPG um, one a lot too. Is is the veterinary care how you run fecals and stuff like that? If I think all of those things need to um, really be in place, and I just I, I don't know that I right now would would be able to do that. So anyway, thanks for the question. Uh, so. Questions keep pouring in. They're good ones. And they could be rapid fire ones. So we'll just keep going. Yo, give them the rapid fire. Let's go. All right. All right here we go. Uh, from Eric Roth. Are they fragile in their natural environment, excluding the impact of hunting or just in captivity because of import stress? Are they, are they fragile in like in the wild? Besides hunting. No, no, I, I, not, not, I don't really think so. You, you know, I think, um, I think we get them here and they've got all kinds of stuff going on. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I know some people that would be better, better, well, so, you know, like David and Jeremy to answer that question. Cause they've actually observed them in the wild, but you know, as far as they're from a really harsh place, most of the, most of them, you know, most, all the species are, so they're rugged animals. Um, 
I just don't think, you know, that that we know exactly what to do with them yet. Um, and and getting them here and getting them, you know, getting the ones that we can, I really don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out is why they're so so fragile here once we get them here. But I think they're pretty rugged animals in the wild. Uh, um, but it's hard to keep up with these two-footed, you know, the bipedal apes and 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 all the damage that we do. So you're, they're fighting a losing battle for sure. Yeah. That's that's that should be the the best. That should be the title of the episode. That's so good. We just don't know what to do with them yet. That's yeah. like that's that's the hingeback dilemma in one short phrase. We just don't just know. Trying to do figure yet. it out, man. I mean, yeah, I'm not afraid to admit that. You know, I mean, I've had little bit of success. You know, and Jeremy's had more. David's had some. You know, I mean, Hearn or Andrews had some. Um, but yeah. As a whole, I, I, I damn sure think that we've got another, you know, 10 years before we've got a, you know, I hope it's not 10 years, but man, I think 10 years, we could, we could have a good idea, but it's got to be yeah, in it for the long haul with them. Yeah. Right. So that's going to lead into the next question then. How would you suggest setting up a hatchling or young captive red connexus? Um, very simply, uh, you know, the way that, the, the way that I, you know, Homiana anarosa babies and spec eye babies. I keep, you know, a smaller tub. Um, I would go, you know, like a cocoa chunk uh, substrate with humidity, a hide, some some pothos, I in, you know, enclosed for sure, closed chamber, um, pothos, you know, shallow water dish, and you can't go wrong. You know, Chris will tell you, Chris has dealt with some captive born, and they are a different animal yeah. completely. Now, they will, they, you know, I mean, I got in some erosa, um, some captive born erosa and a couple of them started to act like they didn't want, they didn't like my food or something, you know? And so, um, I had to, I had to, you know, pull a couple of tricks out. And of course now those two are like the fattest of the six, um, of that group. But yeah, I mean, it, they can definitely throw you for a loop, but man, those captive born, if you can get them into a solid high humidity closed chamber setup with, with, with some pothos growing in there, man, you can, uh, you can really have some fun watching a turtle grow. Awesome. And, you know, to piggyback off that real quick too, you know, going back to this captive bred thing, it, it's really night and day, you know, and, and just to, to bring up, you know, Conixus and Cursina. So these, these are two genuses, two types of tortoises from Africa that I've dealt with both wild caught and captive bred with. And, it really, really, really is night and day. I'm not trying to preach the choir here or anything, but you know, even the even the Cursina, like I battled with that species for year after year right. after year after year. And then when there were finally two truly captive bred individuals in the picture, it was like, wait, what? You know, once as long as they're set up correctly, they're the it's just reward after reward after yes, reward. And, and that's what I'm learning with Conixus too. You know, is that once they actually are captive born, you know half that fight is more than half the fight is over, but it still comes down to, you know, setting them up properly. If you go and throw sure. one of these things in a tortoise table, like people are still telling you to, to do how <laughs> on almighty Google, you're going to end up with a dead tortoise or at least a, a terribly deformed one. Yes. Conixus are, are, I mean, and a lot of, they are very sensitive to that humidity that you can really, those, they arose in the homiana. I've got some, some homiana, you know, that are captive born that some other people have raised and gotten them in. And you talking, they, I mean, you got scutes that'll hold water, you know? Yeah. And like, I mean that, so, 
I, I think that the, the, you know, especially those forest um, species, the three from the from the west, or, or that humidity, and even the speck eye. Though, I mean, the speck eye from that arid region. They, I mean, I've got some babies here. They absolutely love their water. I mean, it, I mean, it's almost like those radiators. The radiators love water. Oh yeah, more than a red foot, you know. And like, yeah. I mean, the rest of my radiators will mess up a water dish quicker than you know, quicker, quick as anybody. So. I, you know. Yep. Okay, awesome. Uh, first one from Jeremy now. I, I waited a little while, you know. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Tyler, why should someone consider Conexus? Can you elaborate on the challenges that pushed you through to get where you are now, a successful Conexus breeder with an established wild caught? Animals? I dropped it. <laughs> um, I mean, like, what what is he saying? Why should people get in there? Yeah, um, like why just somebody consider Pedro. them? Because they are cool. They are, and, and nobody's got any, right? I mean, like if you want to be part of the cool crew, you know, go get your, go get your Conexus. Um, otherwise, get your Sulcata. No, um, uh, <laughs> no. I, I mean, it, it, like Chris was, Chris alluded to it earlier. You know, I mean, we've all got different responsibilities and different, and in your life works in a different way, but like. If you are looking for a challenge, it's something that is not going to be easy, but it's going to be rewarding, then that is a tortoise for you. And some of the rewards can be, you know, as simple as, man, that girl cleaned her plate. You know, I fixed, I, I, I prepared a meal that that damn tortoise ate. I'm proud of that, you know, because it hurts your guy feelings when they don't, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It My does. man feelings. My, that's right. What's the problem? Right. Um, it, I mean, it, it can be as simple and as stupid as something like that, or, or it, you know, it can be, you know, as rewarding as is like that story. You know, you you get something that has been it, it's been in the country for a while, but nobody else has been able to do anything with it. I I got it in here. I got that pair in here. You know, I put them together. I, I, you know, they came across the country. They needed to be reestablished, whatever. I, I, you know, I got eggs out of them. I got them to, I got them to hatch. I'm super proud of that. You know, I mean, that's yeah. just, that's, I'm through the moon with that shit. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a challenge, that, that, it, that can be fun. To me, a challenge is fun because you get the reward. Yeah. You know? And I, I would just urge people don't, you know, everything you just said, 100%, but don't do it unless you mean it. Yeah. And, and oh, that's, yeah. that's something that I think I get frustrated I think about. Otherwise, the, the, yeah, the rewards aren't, there's not enough rewards there. If your heart's not in it, man, you're going to get, you're get tired of it. You know, if, yeah, if you're doing it to be part of the cool crew, I was, that was yeah. a joke. <laughs> check check your guy feelings first before you be, right. be real with yourself right yeah, be real with yourself real. am i really and that's what i'm talking about when i say i haven't i'd love to have more uh hingebacks or, or any i'd love to have more rhino clemmies i think those are both yeah. um yeah genera that need to be focused on because things are happening with with them in the wild and they're being important and they've been imported too much and yes. They haven't done really well and people haven't bred them. So uh, enough. Um, so I think those are, there's some similarities there, but a lot know, of similarities. I, love yeah, I think that's we a great, got, we got a bunch of them. Yeah. I think it's a great yeah. comparison actually. They, they, yes, that, yeah. like, that is literally, you know, two species that just keep coming in and it's like, yep. 
well, what's there to show from them? You know, mm-hmm. they're, right. you know, they're really, you know, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but you know, you, you, when you hear that somebody has man, I actual captive bred man, I like, Hey, look, I hatched these. It's like, wait, what? You know, like that, that's yeah. great. You know? And, and that's a turtle that's still boggles my mind. Now we're not going to get on topic of them, but I have to throw this out there. That's a turtle that has the looks too. Like, yes. I mean, are you kidding me? That, that yes. thing looks fake. You know, like, like when I have family over and they look at some of the ones that I have, they're like, oh my God, what is that? And I'm like, thank you. You know, <laughs> I have to tell them what it is because I'm all high and mighty at that point. But you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's so true. Like there's another abused or, or mm-hmm. underdog of the, I, I mean, agree. stop Anthony, you're not stopping me. You got to stop me. I'm stop. stopping you. I'm stopping you. Okay. Point is just, if you're doing it, mean it. If you're, yeah. you're going to do it, mean it. You know, yeah, if you love it, then you got to put a ring on it. Beyonce. <laughs> If you like it, yeah, whatever. Uh, so, real little quick addendum to that. When are we going to South Africa? That's for all four of you. Guys. All four of us. We're going. Let's well, go. Let's I, plane tickets. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm probably not going to South Africa. I got a billion oh. other countries I want to see first. Yeah, I don't know. South Africa is number two for me, man. So I, 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 I my, oh no, he's not doing it. I'm ready, Chris. He's only going, buddy. Farted. Uh. <laughs> uh, here we go. So, how much of an impact are the new regulations in Florida that never seem to end uh, on future projects you guys were planning for? And yes. excuse my pronunciation, ready kudu reptiles. Ready kudu. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I hope I hope uh, it's minimal. You know. Uh, the, Michael Cole was talking about it last night. I mean, they're coming after monitors now. And like, you know, we had a few black dragons on the way. I don't know that I don't know that we're gonna do that now, you know. Um I, I don't know. It, it's 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 frustrating. Um I I understand, I get it. You don't you don't need Burmese pythons crawling around in the Everglades. Um that, that's not that's not her, her you know that's not uh just a un, un you know a wanton keeper's fault that a hurricane destroyed a massive facility right. down there is what put those burmese pythons in the damn everglades and, and sure there's been a lot of stuff iguanas there's a lot of stuff down there you know that's so far gone from where i'm at in florida we're we're up here in the northwest corner that if we get weather you know I mean, it was 25 degrees several mornings in a row, you know, a couple weeks ago. So, like, ain't, there's nothing going to live in the north half of this state like it is in the southern half. That That's what's frustrating. So, I hope that FWC would model it like they do for our fishing. You know, it, it, it it's not all one size fits all. It needs to be by county or by a region mm-hmm. um, it is what I'm hoping. But, man... It, uh, I was really disappointed. I, you know, I, I'd heard that yesterday and it, it bothered me. It, it really, it frustrated me to hear that about the monitors and just, you know, it, it was. I think we might have lost them for a moment. All right. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to ask a question to Anthony. Oh, Hi. Hey man, uh, it's kind of a half question, half a statement. I feel like you don't even have a question, and you're just I talking. I do. 
I do. No, he no, does. I no, do. I can tell. I can see it in yeah, his eyes. I got it. I've been, I've been holding this in all night. You ready for this? Yep. First off, why'd you shave? Because you look really stupid. I look so stupid. Thank you for <laughs> mentioning. I look so dumb. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, wear, wearing the masks all day. Uh, yes, I said masks. Uh, double masking is apparently a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just tough, man. It's just tough. So, so is to, it, I, it is better without, cause I've been debating, uh, you know, I wear my beard nice and big and it hides yeah. a lot of things that have been happening to me in my own transformation over the past decade. Okay. Uh, namely under here, uh, you know, it makes this look, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm looking at myself and just like, who, it looks like we have butterbean on the show today. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> like, yo, who is, I didn't, re- I knew I got fatter, but I never really saw it as much as this moment. I'm already used um, to it. First I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Um, but it's what happens when I wear my beard a certain way. I'll put the mask on and then like my mustache is like in my nose and in and in my mouth. It's just horrible. So anyway, this yeah. this is much so so there's a line in pulp fiction where I think her name is Fabian. Uh Bruce Willis's girlfriend says, What what we find pleasing to the eyes and pleasing to the touch are seldom the same thing. So I hate the way a beard feels, but I look so stupid without it. So go ahead, feast your eyes, guys. Thank you, Steve, for the close up. uh so there's the questions aren't stopping but i'm gonna jump to this one because uh i like this one uh and kind of tie it in so jeremy asked you like a challenge what other challenges are represented in your herb collection aside from conixis and i want to tie that in really quick with the fact that this is a turtle podcast and you chose a caiman lizard for your your image so what's up with caiman (laughs) lizards too yeah let's talk about the deal yeah man no i mean the caiman lizard, like the snail specialist, the snail tegu, right? I mean, what else? What else needs to be said? Um, the 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 caiman lizard is is one that I've I always thought was such a cool animal when I was a kid. Um, very, you know, just a real pretty animal. Um, thought it was so so neat. Never heard about them. Never heard anything about them. Um, I didn't know anybody that had. I've never, you know, never been around any. So. Um, that is is one big challenge for sure that I'm that I'm looking forward to. Um, George and Wheezy, my uh, you know, I was telling you you guys about earlier that pair. They're uh, they're going on three years old, so we're uh, we're looking forward to seeing if we can uh, you know get those two lovebirds you know to connect and and uh, see if they they like each other and they like uh, what they got going on. At what age do they hit sexual maturity? I'm hoping around three. <laughs> oh gosh what else do you work with anybody knows i mean nobody I don't, I don't know who's really produced them here in the states um so i don't know they're a beautiful lizard they, oh yeah God. they're cool they're really i mean as far as an attitude they that's are, what i was gonna ask next you know what they, they are the coolest they, i mean like they're really cool. I mean, they'll get fired up, you know, and want to, I mean, like they'll come after me for a little bit of food, but for the most part, they're, they're pretty smart. They'll just sit back. They'll, they'll tong feed like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, if they go a day without food day or two, you know, they'll get a little, little squirrely and stuff and start coming out of the cage at me. But like, they're really, they're not a fast, you don't get that monitor feel from them where they're like, Man, I could take you. You're a you're a, you're you're skinny. I could get you. You know, like I could get this. Yeah. They're just like, man, where's the easy food? Um, 
and they want to hang out. They, they're cool to hang out with. So, which is what I, I like about them. I mean, it's rewarding for me because they're not, they're not trying to eat me. Yeah. Okay. Question about them, but also a pop culture question. Yeah. So they're obviously named after the Jeffersons, George and Wheezy. So uh, multiple choice. Is that their names? Are those their names because uh, the female wheezes when she breathes? Or is it because the male has kind of like a George Jefferson walk? Or is it unrelated? Uh, no, she, they definitely, either. you know, I'll, um, they, they're in a really big cage, you know, in a, in, in a, in a warehouse setting right now because they're inside because it's winter. And there's a bunch of other stuff going on around them. Stuff around and and Wheezy will be Wheezy will be like right there, you know, right there at that at that edge of the cage, seeing what I'm doing, breathing on, you know, just whispering sweet nothings, kind of breathing, breathing on my neck, that kind of thing. Um, and and I mean, you know, he's got a little bit of the the George. I mean, it's a little bit of the the Mick Jagger, you know. I mean, he's got the the strut a little bit. But so Weezy, D, all of the above. Weezy, yeah. Wheezy runs the show, man. Wheezy, Wheezy's the boss. You don't uh you know, you don't you don't step in between in between a woman and her plate of food. I can George will tell you that, you know. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so much. So I like don't this. I don't go over to uh, Facebook as much just to check the questions, but I got a good one here. Tyler, how do you split your time between the care and your job? Uh, these are good questions. These are really good questions. Um, I've got good people at my job. Um, I've got great employees. Um, no, it is just that it's just another part of it is I don't like being, I don't like not having anything to do. So I, I'm a business owner. I, you know, I've got employees, I, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a father. And all that stuff, you know, comes before reptiles. Um, you know, I, I want to stop and say the person that asked that question was your wife. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew it was. I absolutely knew it was. I'm trying to be so careful. All right. I love it. Um, What's your wife's name, Tyler? Megan. Megan. M Megan. Megan. Thank you so much, Megan, for for tuning in. You're, you're a wonderful wife. Megan, my smart. wife. My wife does not watch all the shows, so. I think Amanda's watched one. Casey watches about. Well, she watches like half of half of them, and then usually one of us makes her fall asleep. Let's right. let's let let's let Tyler uh, answer the question. But I also, just let me just insert this now, Megan. We'd love to have you and Tyler, or just you, on the Turtly Devoted podcast where we discuss yeah. relationships and what it's like to be with somebody. A couple times, man, for sure. Good. Good. We'd like we'd like to have you guys on there, but mostly just Megan. Okay. Sure. You can you can answer that question now. <laughs> I'll take mine. Yeah. Um, very very delicately. My wife and children come first. That's what I'm sticking with. That's <laughs> more definitively the second yeah. time after hearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no air quotes. Yeah, right, right, right. Damn, she's Good job here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You guys, you guys sound great. It's great. <laughs> what else you got, Kev? Uh, last one that I think is really important. What trick would you do to get hingebacks eating? Oh. 
I mean, if you've done it already, you know, you've had success, you work with people that have had success, the people that haven't, what should they do differently? Um, I mean, honestly, look at, look at everything, you know, it's not just about what's on that plate of food, right? Um, you know, leaving the damn thing alone is, is a really good first step, you know, <laughs> leaving the thing alone, um, Give it and in, in seriously, giving it plenty of places to hide. I try and I try and do pothos or you know plants in, in all of my enclosures. Um, giving them plenty of places to hide, a dark area. Now I've got UVB on all of them on every one of my connexus. Um, but giving them a good dark place to hide, giving them the humidity, um, and staying consistent. Don't go for the cheap, easy fix which is you know watermelon or or banana or something like that um stay consistent with what you got and and honestly try protein worms um you know protein as far as mice goes these guys love 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 protein so those are a couple of things that i would i would i would go for okay awesome uh, that's who's, work, who's working on their drumming right now. Yeah, is that you, Chris? That? I, I couldn't keep a straight face, and that was not me. Oh, it's Steve. No, that was definitely oh, Steve. Oh, nobody heard it then. Nobody heard it. Steve. <laughs> oh, somebody's, man. Like, somebody's like banging on the bongos somewhere. Yeah. I'm like, what the we hell? We all started like smirking on? at the same time. I know. Because oh, I thought it was Chris because he's got the music thing and he's always drumming. And... Yeah, but no, I wasn't doing anything. Oh, <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought it was. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know I'm doing it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with my hands. <laughs> Got two feet. <laughs> oh boy, that was funny. Okay, and see, this is what happens, Tyler. We we gave him the warning. Sometimes we embarrass ourselves because Steve does something and we react to it, and nobody else knows what we're doing. It's like there's a ghost in the room that nobody else can see. Hey, yeah. what does Connexus mean? I missed that one. What's that? What does Connexus mean? Like the origin, I guess. Um, wow. I mean, that's a that's a damn good question. Um, Who's back? Yeah, I, mean, I, know. I, I believe that that's it. I, I really check it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does it really, Chris? Do you know that for yes. sure? Yes, I mean, your rose. I I I, 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 uh, I had a yeah. chat chat with uh, Mike and Nixis before the show came on. I was like, all right, hold up, hold up, guys. We're gonna yeah. talk about a few things, and uh, that wasn't funny. And uh, you probably can't. <laughs> Doctor huh? Doolittle over here. Yeah, it's Grand Chalhi's birthday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you, do you learn how to do that from the monks book? Are you who's talking to me right now? Are you both talking to me? Because <laughs> you're both. I'm looking, crazy. Chris, I'm looking right at you. No, you're not. You're looking up in the left corner. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the seltzer water. There it is. Always. Is it a seltzer? Uh, it is. It's a. Uh, uh, I don't. Blood orange lemonade. Nah, ooh. Mm -hmm. It's a you seltzer can with absinthe in it. You lost me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Am I that far gone tonight? Jeez. Yeah. Usually. Phoenixus means to move. So there you go. Steve just said. To move the back. back. Oh, my gosh. To move, move the back. The that's going to the, gonna be the name of my new rap album. Back it up. Move, your back. move that back. Yeah. Move your back. Kev, do we have any more questions? Steve was reading it to us. Uh, actually, this is a good one. Other than their native range, which part of Earth is most suitable to keep Connexus? You know, knowing that you know everything about Earth. 
Well, yeah. Is that, um, is that an outdoor keeping question? Because obviously you can, you know, control things indoors. Well. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I don't really know because I don't keep them outside, but I would say keep them inside and you can control it all. Um, they, they really don't, man. They don't do good outside. The, the, I can't wait. I mean, I will try, you know, some captive born outside. Um, and I would assume that, like, I mean, I, look, look at Spec Eye. I think probably Arizona's going to, they're going to do great out there. But, you know, captive born wise, they don't, wild caught, don't do good outside. I don't know what it is up here in this hemisphere or what we've got going on or, or, or what, you know, or, or what they're carrying doesn't, doesn't sit well with them. Um, I think indoors is, is the you know artificial, you know is probably the best. Sadly, but it's probably the best for founders. Um, but you know, I would th- you would think Florida would be great for a Russian Homiana and Nagui, but they they don't do great outside. So I don't know. Okay, uh, that's all I got for questions. That was awesome. That was the longest. That was that yeah. That was had. the longest. Uh... No, you just said it. We only get two to three. That was the longest mailbag, guys. Hey, probably uh-huh. the longest mailbag. Forty-minute mailbag. We were just told. Should we? We could rename it that the forty-minute mailbag. <laughs> you know, the old forty-minute mailbag. So we were saying, all right, guys, listen, is Jeremy watching tonight? Because if so, we got to go with another forty-minute mailbag. Right. <laughs> you always ask good questions. That's a compliment. Yeah, they are really okay? good questions. Yeah. Kevin said I look like butterbean. Jeremy, you ask good questions. So we're we're sharing the compliments all the way around tonight. I will be impressed if anybody knows who Butterbean is. Google it. Google it. I don't know. You know, I I like to think that, you know, we have a show mostly made up of people in the same age. Yeah. You know? (laughs) You know? Uh, What? Uh, What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Couldn't Steve just oh, pull that up? For, oh, room. yeah. There I am. <laughs> yeah. There I am. There he is. There oh, I am. Man. Yep. I look like on, if Steve's working if, on the Turtle Room website right now. He's changing your profile. I, I look like if Butterbean and Moby had a love child. That's the guy, the singer. Moby <laughs> <laughs> Butter. Oh. Going to the inside. I don't know that whole so, song. Tyler, is there, um, to sum it up, is there anything that you can, anybody who might be thinking about, like on the cusp of, I think I want to try Conixis, is there a certain type of Conixis that you would recommend? And, you know, just a couple of like main pointers, you know, to go along with it. You know, look, if you're talking about, you say, there's some, you know, you see some homie honor or spec eye or something like that on fauna and you want to try them, reach out to the Conixus working group. But the, the first thing I would say is, is like a, what I was saying, you know, leave them alone, dark. Um, just, you know, I, I really don't know what to say. Just, just be ready to be, you know, take it serious. Um, yeah. Put full, put the, put your full, you know, resources into it. Actually, give give a damn and, and try. Get harder, you know. I mean, I try, but try harder. Um, yeah. And, and really take it serious if you want to. I mean, like, because if I can do it, anybody can damn do it, you know. It's taking the time to realize what you're looking at, 
give it a crap enough to figure out what it wants on that plate and, and why it's not taking it. I mean, some of mm-hmm. it, yes, you get sick animals, but like, but try, and, and, right. and you know, and and don't don't give up after the second one dies. Don't give up after mm-hmm. the third one dies. You know, I mean, like, I, I don't want it to get to that point, but man, stick with it, mm-hmm. and 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 do your research. Reach out to us at the Connections Working Group. You know, I I don't have a great a huge profile on any social media, but you can find me. And I will answer questions. People do ask me stuff. I mean, of course, they're going to go to, you know, I mean, Jeremy's going to field most of that. Tom Arbor's going to field most of that. You know, right. they're, they're much more high profile and Tom's better at, at communication than I am. Or And probably, I don't know if he wants to do it, but <laughs> he's he is better <laughs> at it. Um, but reach out, care. And and it's real simple that to start it off. Keep them, keep them low light, keep them dark, keep them, keep, don't, don't be messing with them much. Um, we'll tell you what they eat, you know, I mean, like, it's not a secret, you know, a lot of squashes, you know, mm-hmm. sweet potato, mushrooms, mm-hmm. it, it's nothing that's going to break the bank. These tortoises will not eat you out of a house and home, like, a, you know, like a red foot, well, like a group of red foots, or like a sulcata or leopards or something like that, you know, I mean, these guys aren't. You don't, you know, you don't have to break the bank to feed them. Um, they, and they're, you know, they can be set up pretty minimally and, and they don't need a whole lot once you get them established. Um, but it's just caring enough to get them there. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think that's great. And I think, you know, again, to bring that up, the, the whole challenge statement, don't be afraid of a challenge. But like Anthony said, be, be committed to the challenge. Be sure you can take on the challenge. And what's great about this is. With the Conixus Working Group and the Conixus Cooperative, anybody who is considering taking something on like this for the right reasons and because they can be committed to it, you guys as a group is a great resource that a lot of people don't have. You know, there's no Sulcata Cooperative, there's just the pet trade, you know. And you're right, those guys are going to eat you out of house and home. And unless you're Andrew Hermes, Hermes that can give them an unbelievable home, because I think when Anthony and I left his place, I was like, dude, Sulcatas are really cool because of how because of how he's able to do it. Right. Right. Like, it's an yeah. animal that needs minimal requirements compared to that, that, you know, is not going to eat you out of house and home. You guys are an incredible resource for that. All of us are trying to, you know, help out in 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 learning ourselves. You know, I'm I'm working with certain ones right now. And once yes, I sir. if I'm able to figure it out, I'm going to share that with everybody. But yeah, yeah. That's that's great. You know, it, it's we have something here. Anybody who's watching this or is going to watch this later, this is a valuable resource right here. These are living, breathing people that you can reach out to to learn about a group of tortoises that needs help both in conservation and in captivity. A hundred percent, and that's a great point as well, Chris. I mean, if if you want to be involved in any aspect of the Conexus, if it is the conservation, if it is in Africa that you want to, we. We can be that vessel. We can get you, you know, people. That if you if you want to donate, that's fine. If you want to go there, we can put you. You know, we can help you do that. Um, that's a that's a great point. So thank you for bringing that up. Absolutely, this is awesome. I, I think it ought to serve as like a blueprint for how things should be done. Like we talk all the time, and, and I listen to a lot of reptile podcasts and, and read a lot of reptile stuff, and talk about having like these champions for certain species, like. Don't, you know, don't have your whole collection be all over the place uh, like mine is in, in yeah. some ways. 
you know, <laughs> focus on one thing, you know, be, be Ralph Till, be Jeremy, focus on, focus on one thing and really hone in on it. Like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. This is taking it to a different level. This is providing people with resources. This is building a network. It's, it's everything that you want to see. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just awesome. And, and it's been such a pleasure to get to know you guys. This is the first time that we've actually spoken Tyler and, and, and myself, and I don't know if Chris, if you've had conversations yeah, with Tyler here. before. Yeah. I know Steve has, and I know you you talked to Kevin earlier in in preparation for this. But just like that, to me, is why eight years in, I'm still so excited to do the podcast, and why mm-hmm. I don't plan on stopping anytime soon because we're we're bringing people together and and just doing our little part to help um, to promote that sort of thing. And and you guys are doing all the work, and and it's just. Um, it's just awesome to see. And even, even with, with not having any hinge back tortoises myself, I feel because of you guys and the way you're so collaborative that, that I'm helping in some way, just by directing people to you and knowing that something good is going on and having some more answers and having learned from people like Tom and Jeremy and yourself. So, um, it's just awesome. It's great to be a part of it. So, so thank you. Thank you, man. I I appreciate it. And, And right back at you with the three of you guys, you know, putting your mugs up here, interviewing people, you know, hanging out with jerks like me for an hour and a half, two hours, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah. it, I mean, it's work. Yeah. I mean, y'all take a lot of time out of y'all's life to make this, this, this happen, you know, yeah. and for good or for bad, you know, I mean, like y'all may get back and go, man, that sucked or whatever, but like y'all are doing it and yeah. you continually continue to do it. And that sticking with it is making a difference. You know, I mean, it's important what y'all are doing and I appreciate it. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I I think we could, we could leave it right there. So if you want to see Tyler and the guys TTPG conference next year, do you have something else, Kev? I have one last thing, but after you, please. No, 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 please after you. All right. All right. Well, we we got a special request for a dad joke. So there's going to be one. Okay. okay. Who right. was requested for the dad joke? You're telling uh, it? Me, yeah. I was requested that I would tell the dad joke. Who asked this? Your daughter? Yeah. No. <laughs> Michael Thatthu Swami. I'm sorry. I can never say it. I apologize. Thatthuva Swami. Mikey T. That's right. Better known as Mikey T. Listen, Mike's one of my favorite people. I actually like him better than you guys. So Mike's awesome. Mike is a good dude. He's just the best. I'm sorry. Listen, I call him Michael. Is are you guys like in the cool club with Mike? Yeah, you and guys I don't are, know. You guys are on a Mike level. I'm with Anthony. I thought it was a Mike. <laughs> yeah. What just happened? Michael, Mike. You know, Iron, know. Iron Mike. Okay. Mike, he'll, he'll send me a message. He's like, "Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. I just want to make sure you're okay." I'm like, "That's what a sweet guy." Yeah. You know, Dirt, Dirty Mike in the gang. What else is there? <laughs> Mikey strikes. Uh, All right. So you ready? Why do reptiles have so many scales? Why? No. Because they're worried about their weight. Damn it. It was atrocious. It was so bad. Hold on. Was that your joke? Was that your joke or his? I said it for him. Did he say, hey, Kevin, tell this joke. It'll be funny. No, he just he asked said, a dad joke, and I made I just pulled it. I looked it up on the internet. You know, you know, you you know Kevin, maybe, maybe he doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he doesn't. Hey, Kevin, tell this joke on the air. People I chose bump. that joke. <laughs> My wow. bombed. Fox Force 5. You, that could be your new gimmick. You're going to you're gonna tell a joke at the end of every episode. I think we should stick with that. 
Yep. Yeah. Now yeah, we have two, joke it is. We have sure. two features that are going to stick here. One is Minto's mailbag, and the other is Minto's I'm just trying to pump Cal- I on the podcast. Man. Awesome. <laughs> right? It's I good. miss. I miss my old. Uh, I miss our old features. We yeah. can bring them back. Mm-hmm. They're still there. They're just you know dormant. Up, They're like I'm cicadas. Joke. I, I like the dad joke thing. As cheesy as it could possibly be. Yeah. yeah. You know. our, I'll collaborate our features, with you for the next one, Chris. Our features huh? are like cicadas. They, we'll they go away for, the next for, one. for a while. Yeah. Okay. I got a okay. great library joke. Right. Well, you don't say it now. I, I won't. It's not a dad <laughs> joke, though. But, I mean, it could, I guess it could be. But, you can turn it into one. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. I don't know what happened. Tyler, you're a dad, right? So I know we're trying to head off. I'm just curious. Like, what kind of children do you have? Boys, girls? <laughs> so I've got two girls. <laughs> yeah. What? what? Wow! All of us here. Wow. Okay. Girl dad. Two girls, two girls, two girls, two girls. (laughs) Do you want to jump on and be like a permanent part of the show? Yeah, right. right. Sure. Sure. Our eight daughters. Yep. (laughs) Sure. Wow. All right. That was good, Kev. We we could do like a lead in like a Brady Bunch. The story of a lovely guy. Yeah. That's the way we all became the turtle bunch okay we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call it yeah kevin you started this don't 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 huff at me you started this you and you and mike you and you and iron mike yeah (laughs) there's already an iron mike he's already call michael mike and the rest of us get to call him michael mike i'm gonna keep i'm gonna stay with mike for now on sorry can you get this Connexus tattooed on your face right here so you can be Iron Mike? Wow. Oh, That's good great. idea. Mm-hmm. What about Magic Mike? I'm going to call Michael Thethuva Swami Magic, Magic Mike. Uh, I bet he dances better. Magic Mike XL. <laughs> All right. I'm envisioning uh. Chris Farley and, and uh, Patrick <laughs> Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to end this now. Guys, if, if anyone's still watching, thank right. you. Thank you. This has been an awesome one. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, we'll be here one month from now. We look forward to seeing you. The date, what's the date? Uh, the f- in April? What's the date? The 5th? April 5th? April Can 5th. I make that up? Yeah, April, April 5th. 5th. April 5th. All right, we'll see you there. And we'll do April Fool's jokes to each other, and Kevin will have another dad joke, so be there. Hey, real quick before we roll out, uh, Tyler, do you want to tell anybody anything that they can, you know, get in touch with you through any any you know any of the Knixis stuff uh, that you know people Absolutely. can find you guys on? The uh, on Instagram uh, and Facebook, Knixis work at Knixis Working Group. Um, reach out, man. Come, you know, drop us a line if you want to. If you have any interest in Knixis. You know, hit us up. Um, we've got some cool stuff going on at Randy Kudu Reptiles. Check out, check us out on Instagram. We've we've got a bunch of cool cool stuff going on there. Um, we love animals, man. We we love this this hobby. Um, yeah, check us out. Awesome, 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 awesome. There's a valuable source for you folks. Use it. Don't let it, uh, it. disappear. Thank you guys for for doing this. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you.